Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. Good morning, Facebook. How are you doing? Nick James here. What a phenomenal time to be alive. This morning, I'm joined by the amazing, incredible Susie Ashworth. Indeed. So um, this this interview, I'm going to make a big statement here. This is going to be very, very interesting. We just had like a literally a 30-second chat before we went live, and already we're going, oh, do we agree on this? I don't know. So I think there's going to be a healthy debate here, which yeah. I'm, I'm always excited about. So um, Susie, if you don't know who Susie Ashworth is, um, is a quantum transformation and embodiment coach. And she supports female entrepreneurs to make six-figure breakthroughs fast. Yes. So I suppose, Susie, what the hell does all that mean? What that means or what I, my speciality is really fusing practical action, strategic steps with deep transformation. I believe that in order for people to make quantum transformation, so massive leaps in their businesses and in their lives quickly, you have to do the inner work. And so I work across four pillars of transformation, physical transformation, energetic transformation, conscious transformation, subconscious transformation. And I fuse that with taking, as I say, very strategic, practical action steps. Love it. Um, and like, I'll put this in the title of the interview. You've built a seven-figure business doing this. So I'm, I'm just going to put this out there and say, in theory, as far as I'm concerned, you might disagree. In theory, this business shouldn't work. Yeah. It's, it's actually, and this is why I'm doing the interview with you. And, and actually, you just mentioned to me that you've watched the interview I did with Paul Moore. Yes. One of seven, uh, fellow seven-figure mastermind members. Um, you know, in theory, his business shouldn't work either. Yeah. Because what you're doing is, in fact, quite generic, broad, um, it, you know, there's a wide range. I mean, I think female entrepreneurs, six-figure breakthroughs, that does make it more niche and specific. But, like, in effect, it's a lot of mindset work, it's unconscious work, which my argument is that there's so much of that out there, it's such a crowded market, there's such a lack of specificity when it comes to the problem it solves or the promise or the result it gets for clients, that I see countless coaches or consultants or mentors or therapists fail dismally to get their business off the ground in this kind of area. So I suppose the question is, how the hell have you made it work? Maybe maybe for, for those that are tuning in here live with us this morning, or maybe they're listening to this and catching up on the Empire Builders podcast, just give us a bit of like, how you got started in this field yeah. in the first place? So what is really interesting, and I think we have to go further back, and the reason I smile when you're like saying it all about the niching and stuff is that I've been in your orbit for about four and a half, five years, and my business is now seven, coming up to seven years old. So I've heard you say all of this stuff many, many, many times before. 
And actually, um, I took a lot of what you said on board. So uh, where I started was a hypnobirthing business and um, teaching women and their partners how to create calm, positive births. And I quickly realized that actually what was way more exciting than talking about babies and vaginas and all of that stuff was actually the marketing and building the business and building a platform. That's what really got me excited. And very quickly, I started training other birth professionals on how to build a business. And many times... I'm curious, what what stage, because again, you know my philosophy and how I, I work in phase of growth of, of, a, of a, what I call an expert empire. What what level of business did you get to in the hit the birth in before you switched into the business side? Oh, well, not very far, actually. <laughs> but what I did was I created a niche for myself within the hypnobirthing world. So there were three big players at the time, and I saw an opportunity to create something new, packaged, something that was old, but packaged it in a new way. So I was able to make a big splash in a very established area by serving a new market. And people were like, how have you done that? And so... uh, I started sharing it. Yeah, and, and and for everyone tuning in, listen to what Susie just said. She was in an already established market where there were already big players. Yes. And what she did was she took what was already there and packaged it up in a new, exciting, different way. And that, like, if you just take one thing from this interview, if you're a coach or a mentor or a therapist and you're struggling in your business, write that down and underline it because – Unfortunately, there really is no such thing or very rare that you see something that is genuinely new yeah. and, uh, and has never been said or seen before. Normally, it's what has been said or seen before, at least in our industry, really packaged, delivered in a new, different, exciting way, which is, I do believe, why people like you and people like Hornwalt have had so much success because you found a way to make it sexy, make it different, make it stand out. Exactly. And so people were asking me how I did it. So I started sharing. And quite often people would say, you need to, everybody, this is relevant for everybody. This is relevant for everybody building a business. And I would go, and I would say, no, I am just working with baby business owners because, or I'm just marketing to baby business owners because if I broaden it out, I'm then competing with you or Marie Forleo or every other big player in teaching people how to build an online business. And I can't compete with that, but I can. I can build a market because there was nobody really serving baby business owners in the way that I wanted to. I can absolutely make a name for myself in that way. And that is exactly what I did. Now, what's really interesting is that I have never and still do not have a huge platform. I have and like for people that are starting out, maybe they look at it and say that it's big. But for somebody who's done over a million in sales this year, the numbers don't really add up. I still only have an email list of 6,000. I've only probably got six, six and a half thousand on my Instagram. So uh, there is, and what I teach is how has she done that 
with such a small um, um, small audience. So anyway, I worked in that field probably up until about three years ago when I got bored of only working with baby business owners and I started to broaden it out. And this is when I came back to you and I did bums on seats. Um, um, what do you call it? Bums on, what was it called? Yeah. Bums on the Seats Bootcamp. So one of our, it was a, it was a three-day workshop. We don't do that anymore, but it was all about how to promote, fill, and generate profit from live events. Yes, um, it's a good and job we don't do that anymore because I don't think anyone would be particularly interested <laughs> in the topic right now since you can't run live events. <laughs> but that um, was yeah, brought you back to us. And you know what? I've started to go broader, and I was doing a half-day event, and you said to me, and I came about three weeks before the event was going, and I was having trouble selling the tickets, and you said, it's too broad. You need to bring it back down to baby business owners. So I did. I had 50 people in the room. Um, I sold from the stage. It was my first selling from the stage experience, I think probably using your framework, and um, I made some sales, and it was great. But I had already made the decision I wanted to broaden out. And so I broadened things out. And when I came back to you at the end of last year, my business had plateaued. So I'd got to about the £400,000 mark. I'd done like 460 the year before. And then it actually it dipped a bit to 420000 And I was like, I... Uh, want to learn how to do events and I want to learn how to I, I came to you because I wanted to learn how to really nail events that's the reason I came to you and what I got was something very different well, thank god well, you know you know that we're um one of our core values is we're open and real if I remember rightly you actually came to me because you wanted to speak on stage <laughs> at one of my events and yes. inspired from that conversation and, and by the way just as things have planned out I'm still desperate to get Susie on stage at one of our events. When we originally yeah. spoke, we already had speakers lined up for like the next two, yeah. and then we haven't done the event since due to COVID. Yeah. So, by the way, anyone watching this, this is my commitment, my promise. The next live expert yeah. empire, assuming we can where we can get her from wherever she is in the world, seems to move around a lot. Yeah, Valencia. Same, yeah, Valencia. And before Mexico, and so like, look, you know, if we can physically get her to the UK, um, I would love to have Susie on our stage. So yeah. um, originally, it was about getting on stage at our event, and of course, what transpired from our conversation was, um, what you know, where the gap was, yeah. um, you between being a you know mid six figure business and being a seven figure business. Yeah. And what I actually said to you, remembering it now, was I'm not buying anything. <laughs> I'm not going to buy. I don't want to buy anything. I'm not buying anything. And then we had a conversation and I bought something. Um, well, no, my, my, my probable response. I'm not selling anything. What would, would be exactly, you went, I'm not buying anything. Well, that works well because I'm not selling anything. Um, <laughs> and, um, I talk about this a lot on the podcast and, and at our events. Really, the, the art, I believe, because for a lot of people, selling is really hard. And the reason they make it hard is because they're trying to sell to people that don't want to buy. Yeah. So what I do is I seed a lot about how I can help and what we do. Um, and then somebody goes, so hold on. So t tell me about that. 
Yeah. Tell me about the seven-figure mastermind. I go, oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Now, <laughs> now, now you've just asked me to sell to you, which is very different. So yeah. anyway, that's that's a that's a bit of a tangent we've gone off on there. Yeah. Um, so so I guess the yeah I guess the question you, you got the marketing for baby businesses that that business got up to what kind of level? I was probably around 250,000 when I started then to broaden out and then I made another 200-ish K on top of that. And so, so I, w- I want to just highlight this as well. I mean, your journey could not be a better example of our core philosophy of building the phases of building an expert empire because I say you've got to be specialist, you've got to be niche to get started. Yeah. Um, and what I find is that around, I mean, literally, it's almost exact, around the quarter of a million mark, you realize that a small niche, you might, I'm not saying it's impossible to grow beyond that, but you might start to find it more challenging. And yeah. so you almost need to what I call de-niche uh, and appeal to a wider audience. Now, the chances are that by that point, you've established a bit of a, you know, a bit of an audience, like you say, email list, social media following. Um, and so you're ready to go next level. And so you went broader, um, you went not just baby businesses, you went kind of all, uh, was it all female entrepreneurs at that point? It was creative professionals. And for me, people who desire to make an impact. And I would say that that is still my audience. But what is interesting is that, so I joined you at Christmas, but I had also, I'd been living in Mexico for a year and been having this whole spiritual awakening and where lots of the tools that I'd been using to grow my business from a mindset perspective had stopped being so effective. And so I knew that I needed to do something differently. And so I was starting to use different tools and I was also tapping into different mentors. And then, so then we got to January and um, I did an event. I did a three-day event. And actually, again, I we had like a little SOS call because I had a whole plan. You'd just enrolled in something Mastermind at the time. I mean, yeah. I got an event in a couple of weeks. Like, um, I don't think we, we hadn't actually started you in the program. You were like, I got an event in a couple of weeks. I've got, it was a decent number. Um, yeah, 100 people. I got 100 people coming. Like, what do I do? <laughs> So we came up with a, what I think was a, a very nice and effective strategy for the things that I talk about, serving, seeding, yes. and closing. Yeah, and that event rocked it. And I, we closed out at like £265,000, and that was the third week of January. So it was a really beautiful start to the year. And it was strategy, but also I had been mentally preparing myself to receive that amount of money. You have to know that you can, you can't receive anything that you're not mentally prepared to hold. So uh, like years ago, I joined a million pound mastermind, but I couldn't even imagine receiving a million pounds. And when people say, what are your goals? I'd be like half a million. And isn't it funny that I stopped at just before half a million because my mind was not expansive enough to hold a million. At Christmas 2019, there's a video of me saying, 2020 is the year I make a million. So we got off to a really cracking start with my event and then COVID happened. Yeah. And COVID 
is the reason that I have made over seven figures this year. COVID was the time where the whole world stopped and had to think about who they are, how they want to show up in the world, and how they want to serve their people. And I did a lot of serving and a lot of holding my community who were all freaking out. And I really, yeah, it just made me go inwards and made me think about, do I want to do what I've been doing for the last five years? And the answer was no. The answer was, I believe that people need more than ever now something different. And so uh, in uh, May, after not really selling so much for a couple of months, I did a lot of holding in May, I decided to release my first um, non-business program. And again, I remember coming to um, the mastermind and I'd said, I'm pivoting from being a business coach to quantum transformation. And you said, if it was anybody else saying this, I would not recommend it, but it's you. So I'm like, you know, go for it. And, and I think it's worth worth saying, I mean, I, I by the way, everything you have said, agree with 100%. I believe that, you know, Obviously, I'm probably more a strategy guy when it comes to business. Um, but I also know that the best strategy in the world will fail unless you have the mindset to support it. Um, and the term mindset is used, like it's thrown about a lot casually in our industry. And I think anybody who's done NLP or life coaching or any of that stuff, they go, oh, mindset, I know all about that. It's like, but do you really? Mm. Because... Like the fact is, and I don't know how you feel about this, Susie, like you probably felt, I know I did when I was at low six figures, mid six figures, I felt, yeah, mindset, money mindset, I'm set. Don't, like that isn't a problem for me. It's like, well, it, it isn't a problem for you as far as getting you where you are now, but it probably still is a problem to get you to where you want to go in the future. And so you're right, unless you've got the mindset to receive that amount of money to, to receive that wealth, that abundance. I mean, even now, like, by the way, I'm an open book, as you know. Like, my target, my where I'm looking to in the future is to get our business to eight figures, is to get to 10 million. If, if I started thinking about 50 million or 100 million right now, I'm not ready yet. My mindset isn't there yet. And, I, and I'm, I'm okay to accept that. Yes. And I think everybody's on that journey so it's not about saying, tick the box, my money mindset is fixed, or it isn't. It's what stage of the journey you're on, and there's always further you can go if you want to, if that's important. Um, and there's always things that are going to hold you back um, if, if you let them. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so I released my first non-business program and made over six figures in May whilst so many people were saying people aren't buying, people want strategy, people want how-to, people want blueprints, and I didn't sell any blueprints, any strategy, I didn't do any of the things that people would have necessarily expected me to do. I did what I believed was the right thing for not just even my market, but for the world. And that mentality is the type of, um, um, that's what I talk about. It's my message. It's never just about you. It's not just about your family. It's not just about the immediate impact, but it's about 
the ripple effect that how you show up can have on humanity. And right now, when the world is in a real fucking mess, you need people who are really tuned in to making a difference in that way. And because so few people are talking like this, it activates the people who are ready to be activated. And those people invest with me to change the way that they are thinking and to change what they are doing. And what's so interesting is that in six months, I'd made the same amount of money during a global lockdown as what I'd made the whole year before. And then it's just carried on growing. <laughs> Incredible. So so um, I, I want to get to the bit that we might maybe disagree a little bit on, which is good. It's healthy, I think, to have this debate, this discussion. So um, you just shared, you came to Mastermind and you said, I don't want to do uh, a launch of a business program, anything to do with strategy. I want to go purely on this different direction. And I don't recall, but you, you, you mentioned that I said something like, if it was anybody else, I'd say, don't do it. It's a terrible idea. But it's you. And, and, and by the way, you said that in passing, but I think it's important that it's not often in our business, it, it's not really about the product, the program. People are buying you. Um, now, in some cases, maybe your personal brand isn't strong enough. And so it has to be about the product or the program. Or the niche it serves. In your in your case, I think the reason I honestly believe you can do anything. I really believe that you can do absolutely anything. You could make any launch, any program work because I think you're so good at what you do, explaining this stuff that's woo woo and a bit difficult to really uh, for people to understand. Um. So here's here's the bit that you and I might have a discussion on. Let's say. Yeah. So I'm like, look, you are a quantum transformation in embodiment coach. I said I said this to you before we went live here. If somebody walked into my office and I did, I'd never heard of, if you walked into my office and I didn't know you, I'd never heard of you, um, and, and they went, yeah, I want to start a business as a quantum transformation in embodiment coach, I would immediately think they are going to fail. <laughs> but most likely... There are exceptions to every rule. My, my job isn't to work out how to be the exception. My job is to about how do I make 99% of people that speak to me have success. So I'm trying to work out the formula that gives them the best chance. So, But I just feel like if somebody was to start, and what I don't want people to, I'm pleased we talked about your journey and where you started in the niche, because I don't want people to watch this interview or listen to this on the podcast and think, well, I'll just do I'll just set up a business as a quantum transformation embodiment coach. And because that's what Susie does, automatically it's guaranteed to work. And it isn't. In fact, I would argue that you're more likely to fail by going that broad from the start. Discuss. <laughs> so there's nothing that irritates me more, and I get this a lot, with people in my community who are not yet working with me, who say, you can do it because it's you. And I want to, I, I don't believe that to be true. I can do it because I work with fucking tools. I can do it because I have 
done the work on my conscious transformation and my self-belief. I've done the work on my subconscious. I've done the work energetically and I do the work physically and I do it every single day. Now, quantum trance, it doesn't matter what you call yourself. That is what I genuinely believe. It doesn't matter what you call yourself. It matters who you're calling in. So what you need to be specific about is your audience. What you need to be specific about is the problems that you help people solve when you are starting out. Now, what's interesting, and you said it, Paul said it in his interview, is that he allows people to fill in the gaps. And actually, with my course that I launched in May, I did say, I'm not going to help you get to 10,000. I'm not going to help you lose weight. I'm not, which was a, um, which was a, strategy that was suggested in the mastermind um, and it was very very powerful I said I'm not going to help you do any of that you're going to decide and that is it's not necessarily what I would recommend for people who are moving up but what you heard what you've heard just a little bit of is me talking about mission and me talking about vision, and people enroll in my mission, and they enroll in my vision to make this world a better place, and they enroll in my framework. So it doesn't matter what you are, what you call yourself, but have a framework, have your IP that you can talk about, and I talk about physical, you know, energetic, subconscious and conscious, that's my framework. And I also have the Freedom Codes, which is my specific mindset tool, which is unique to me. And anybody can create their own framework. Anybody can create their own IP. And when you weave that in to your mission and your vision, and you're able to say, I can help you solve this problem, then you can be whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and I do agree with that. And I think, you know, you started off going... You can call yourself anything, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, I'm not sure I agree with that. I, I wouldn't suggest somebody go out and start a business trying to be a life coach. But I do agree with what you said, which is it's not, it doesn't really matter what you call yourself, it's who you call. Um, and so, you know, could you make it work if you went, I'm a life coach? I probably wouldn't go with that. But you could, but I think you could make it work if you went, I'm a life coach for this specific niche group of people. I think, you know, that would give you. Well, it give you ten times more chance of being successful than if you were just a life coach. So I, I completely agree with your um, how you summarised that. You don't matter what you call yourself, but it does matter who you call in. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a that's a, a, a very very good uh, distinction, very good distinction that everyone should take note of. Um, this has been fascinating, interesting. Um, I, I love that we have different views and different ways of doing things and i think the reason i love that is because it proves that there, there is not a one-size-fits-all approach um i think your, your point on framework is brilliant um you know i mean you know that i've always since you first uh, attended my workshops a few years back always had frameworks for everything it's a skill that i learned many years ago from andy harrington yeah. um, to, to take my information, my ideas, and put them into a framework. And, you know, I, I think there's too many people out there that don't have that. And it's very difficult. We, we actually, like, let's face it, we're in an extremely difficult market because we're not selling 
something like physical goods. Mm. We're, we're not selling something tangible. We're selling the intangible. Yeah. And so the way you make the intangible more tangible is by putting it into a framework. And so you've got your, your freedom code um, and I've got my three phases of building an expert empire or I have my bums on seats blueprint for, yeah. uh, for events, for example. So I think, yeah, a great piece of advice and, and something for you all to take away from this session, um, of course, there have been many things, would be if you haven't already to create a framework for what you are an expert in. Um, so, you know, and, and that way you can show, the way I like to think of it is, could you show somebody on one PowerPoint slide or one sheet of paper, here's an overview of everything that I do. And I think when you've got that, that then becomes your, um, you know, it can be everything literally from the front cover of your book to yeah. your um, one hour keynote presentation on stage at an event to your three day workshop to your 12-month mastermind, it, it can be the framework for everything. And all you do is you go into different levels of detail um, and take it to advanced levels, of course, in your uh, coaching or your group coaching or your mastermind program. So I think that framework, it's not, it's not something that I really talk about that much um, because I don't really teach it per se, but I do think it's um, an invaluable asset to any expert business. So, Susie Ashworth, thank you. This has been, and I I'm not just saying this, um, you can check every interview and see, I don't say this. <laughs> this has been one of my favourite interviews of all time. Um, it's definitely going on the Empire Builders podcast. I am going to have to put some kind of parental advisory <laughs> notice on it for the, for the, uh, for the podcast. Um, <laughs> but when you work with extreme people like you like these things happen when we're in the flow but honestly thank you so much for taking the time this morning to share your infinite wisdom with our audience really appreciate you um i cannot wait until the day that we can do this live in person on stage at expert empires yes. um, you know it, it would definitely have been this year um, but you know we're going to have to be patient. But I'm I'm convinced it will be well worth the wait. If you're tuning in live on Facebook, please show some appreciation for Susie. Give us all the likes and the loves, and tell us how you uh, how much you love this and what you learned in the comments. If you're watching on the Facebook page, hit the share button. Share this interview with people in your community, people that might benefit. Tag your friends who you think need to hear this message. Susie Ashworth, final words. I'm going to leave it over to you. My final words are faith plus action equals miracles. So just go out there and do the damn thing. I love it. I couldn't have finished it any better. Thanks everyone for tuning in. See you soon. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect. <laughs>